Ray. Hello. Dude, do you remember what you said to me just a couple of minutes before that pay-per-view was over? Um, th this show is phenomenal. This show is kind of phenomenal. Yeah. What a performance did we just witness from every performer tonight? Yeah, I... Do you want to get into it? Do you want to get into it? I we mean, are going to get into it. We're going to start at Cody and Brock. Then we're going to do Sammy, KO, Riddle versus the Usos. And then we're going to go back around because we're going to end at Bad Bunny. And we're going to do all of that in our knee-jerk reaction from Go Home Heat about backlash from Puerto Rico after this. Welcome to Go Home Heat, a wrestling podcast here at Go Home Heat our contributors focus on the stories and character arcs of the live-action drama art form. An art form dating back to Zeus, featuring Lincoln and a bear and peeking with Robocop and Sting. In the words of Xavier Woods, the last form of theater in the round. And now, go home heat. This is a nice, quick review of a fantastic pay-per-view that we just witnessed. Our actual special event, it's not pay-per-views until... Uh, they sell it to somebody else soon. Mm -hmm. Then it probably becomes some form of a pay-per-view. But oh, hey, we'll digress. Let's let's enjoy Hopefully what we yeah. have. Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar. Crowd was hot all night. Crowd was hot for Cody's entrance. Crowd popped like crazy for Brock. It was fairly obvious that they were for Cody, but of course they love Brock. That's the way these things work. Cody does the smart thing. He totally jumps Brock. Yeah, yeah, and all, all the... Holy cow, right? Well, 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 the right for the match. Uh, the big thing is that Brock gets Brock get, uh, Cody wins. Cody wins. He wins off of a roll up. The big thing, the thing that I noticed was that Brock gets cut open pretty good. Right. And for I don't know how Cody fandangled his way into getting that into the main event of uh, modern day wrestling pay per view, a modern day WWE pay per view. May in the main event. You mean him splitting, getting blue? I don't know. Open? Yeah, I don't know how he got that. I don't know if that was planned or if Brock just straight up just like whacked it. It feels like it wasn't an accident, but it absolutely could have been, or it could have been a quote unquote accident. It looked like Brock saw the turnbuck because he went at it, but he slowed down enough to. This is I've only seen it like two or three times. It looked like he slowed down enough to make sure he hit his head on that thing in a way he would cut his head open because he almost sped up as he was hitting it, mm -hmm. you know. And it's it's an exposed turnbuckle that sets up the second half of the match. I want to quickly go through some things early as Cody hits him with the stairs, chairs, whatever he can get his hands on before they start. The ref rings the bell, which you could question the validity of that if this wasn't a pro wrestling event. Then Cody. Goes to Suplex City. The crowd chanting Suplex City did Cody no favors yeah, in that he match. Beat Brock, Brock beats up Cody for a good little moment in there. Absolutely. It's, um, it's a classic kind of Brock Lesnar. I mean, if you've seen a, a couple of Brock Lesnar matches, you've seen it before where he takes him to Suplex City and, and yada, yada, yada. But most of the time in those instances, Brock doesn't usually win. There's usually a hope spot. He and wins, but it's mind. later. Yeah. Right. There's a hope spot. He, there was a move in there where Brock did what they, what they, they didn't even really call it. They called it a throw. 
A following he slam? He put Cody. No, the following slam was incredible because Cody flew like 7, 12 feet. Yeah. But he put Cody in a bear hug and then just threw him over his shoulder like it was like he'd grabbed a like he was throwing satchels full of sand or something. Yeah. It was weird how he did it. It was crazy. It's just a, a brute strength thing. But Cody does manage to get Brock in bad shape once he gets cut. There are multiple headshots there. Well, kicks. I don't know what you think it was real headshot. Kicks, punches, the glower. He yeah. hits his cutter a couple of times, kicks, hits his springboard kick. He uh, There's hits blood. Uh, yeah, blood pouring all over the place. And I don't think Brock asked people whether or not he can bleed because he knows they can't fire him. Yeah, he he is completely Lesnar. on his own when it comes to that kind of thing. He can do whatever he wants. They'll never get rid of him. Yeah. And then he kicks out after multiple Cody cutters. And we think, oh, no, here we go again. He's got him into Kimura. There's no way Cody can get out. He's in the middle of the ring. Cody, we're at the point where Cody is, as as Corey says, he either taps out or he loses his arm. He gets broke. Corey was on point all night, so it was cool. And sure enough, Cody looks. He figures it out. He rolls up, which puts Brock in what is basically a roll-up. And we get the quick one, two, three, and Cody rolls out of there as Brock lets go. When he's shocked, he's just lost the match. Brock... Other than the split on his head and a little bit dingy, physically should feel pretty good. All the shots were on his head. So you can know he's really mad because he feels mm-hmm. like he had it there to be won. You know he's not done with Cody yet. And Cody walks away with a hurt arm going into this tournament. So they have multiple ways they can go with this. Cody can win this tournament and win this belt injured and then have to deal with Brock after that. Brock oh. could interfere in this match or be put into this match. It's supposed to happen on Monday night. And then you would have a four-way thing. It, anything can happen here. Brock can cost Cody his chance at this title, and then they can get into more ending in a Hell in a Cell at some point. Could be a Hell in a Cell. Could be a last man standing. Yeah, something could be like an that. I quit. Yeah, something like that. You could, this could be a trilogy thing that they want to do here at some point. I don't know if I'd want a trilogy. <laughs> I wouldn't want it if I was Cody. That looked like it hurt. But yeah, wonderful storytelling. I the thought, works. I, I was skeptical because I didn't really know. I wanted Bad Bunny to main event, right? Because I thought because that's the match the crowd was going to be hottest for, and mm-hmm. we'll we'll get to that match later. Right. But um, I thought I thought at the end this match kind of earned it. I thought um, in an era of stuff where, in, in an era of PG, this match kind of stands out in mm-hmm. a way where it just it, it, it at moments it felt very real. Absolutely, absolutely, and, visceral. and and I think that's that's also Cody's wheelhouse. That's that's what Cody does. He does stuff that's he, he makes it emotional. feel real. He, he makes it feel real. That's that's that is his wheelhouse. Absolutely, and Brock is pretty good at that. Brock Brock is Brock is funny because he's actually like great at everything. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. like he sometimes sometimes he'll just like fold it in and do a couple suplexes. Absolutely. Um, All right, here we go. Usos. Versus Zane, KO, Riddle. I thought this match was great. I don't want to waste too much time on I it. I thought it was okay. They broke they broke into the storytelling stuff. We did have at one point we had Jay Uso ready to finish Sammy after some pretty good wrestling going on by everybody involved. And then 
Solo's tags himself in, and that turns into heat between Solo and Jay, as it leads to Solo getting the Haluva kick, which after that Jay winds up eating one. Things get crazy, which they always do with the Usos. Yeah, and also they always do in these style matches. You know, six man tags, of course. And then you have Solo finish Riddle. I thought everything kind of works because as KO and Sammy go to a different show, you have the Usos go to their respective corner and they still have unfinished business to some degree. You have Riddle leaving who really didn't have heat. He had heat with Solo, but he loses that, which makes sense with what they seem to be doing with Solo. And yet Riddle is not, he did not look bad in that match at all. Uh, I thought this match was fine. I, actually, it was probably it was probably better than I'm giving, giving it credit for. This was a fairly all-killer, no-filler pay-per-view. Right. Uh, so really, this ma- So really, there wasn't like a bathroom break match. Right. But um, we start with Io Shirai versus Bianca Belair. And mm-hmm. what did you think about that? Uh, I thought it was excellent, excellent opener, excellent showing. I loved that the crowd was for Io. It's a little fishy though. I don't know. I don't know. Do you think they're gonna turn on Bianca? No, I think this was a select occasion. You think you think this was you think this was you think this was more of a just they really wanted EO to win and not like a Rob Van Dam thing. I don't even think they were disappointed with EO losing. Was a little bit of the Rob Van Dam thing because EO is a spectacular performer, but we haven't seen that in WWE as much as we wanted. We saw it in NXT. What's interesting to me is that tells me somebody in Puerto Rico watches NXT or at least watched the black and gold version. Because at when she was the when she or was on top at Eo's NXT, she was just really charismatic. She absolutely you is. Just, you you see her and you just like her. Right. She wears super bedazzling stuff. She she stands out. Absolutely. She does all this. Yeah. She there was a time not that long ago when I said she was the best wrestler in the world, and even if I was wrong, she was up on that card pretty high. Mm. And. I'm not talking about men, women. I'm talking about the best wrestler. And mm-hmm. here we are a year later or whatever, and she hasn't changed as a performer is what we saw no. tonight. She's been booked different. She had a shot to win several times. Bailey comes out, screws it up. Two things were important to me about this. When she did, when she came out at her on her own at the beginning with her music, you remembered, oh, that's right, she's a star. Mm-hmm. And then when they came out and screwed it up for her, for her, you remembered, not on purpose, they were trying to help her win, but the commentary said, hey, maybe if damage control were not there, EO would have won. Bailey and Dakota would make a fantastic tag team. They can still be called damage control. EO is a star. Let her be a star is the takeaway from that. Bianca got her John Cena style win, especially with, like you said, in the... ECW arena style yeah. victory that she happened to get. We move on to Seth and almost. I don't want to waste time on this. I feel like it was almost his great best match. I felt like Seth came up with, I would assume Seth and the producers came up with a way to make this work. Seth got beat up really bad for a while, which is, it makes sense, almost is bigger than a house. And then he managed to pull some things off. He got a, a near fall where 
a really kind of cool near fall where he gets bench pressed five feet in the air and then he hits a couple of stomps and he doesn't pull it off as, as almost kicks out and then he goes to stomp from what was it top or second rope top rope top rope stomp which gives him a way to finish anybody if he can do that style of a stomp without actually hurting people now I don't know if you can try it on people that don't you know almost his neck and head are as big as people's legs mm-hmm. so he can kind of withstand something like that if it goes some pseudo wrong but you don't but Seth didn't touch him I don't think barely mm-hmm. you know which is the key to that move no. anyway and almost decides how hard he wants to hit his head on the mat but at least you do have a way he could pull something out in a mm-hmm. scenario where this guy can kick out of anything it gives yeah. him another thing to do which Seth that's all Seth needs right is another way to win matches cuz he doesn't have enough uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Theory Reed. Ah. Theory Reed, Theory Lashley. Reed I Lashley. thought it was perfect. Uh, yep. It was perfect. They Great. beat the crap out of each other. It was a sprint. Every time somebody was out of the ring, it was a one-on-one where people put punishing moves on each other. Theory probably didn't get the best of anybody as the defending champ, but he gets the quick win as Reed misses his belly flop, hits the mat. Get speared. Theory gets out of the way. Lashley spears him. Lashley gets thrown out of the ring. Just long enough for Theory to get to win. Boom. Nice, right? Mm-hmm. Boom, boom, boom. Clean. Great. Ripley Zelina. What a moment. Uh, yeah. This this was this was the heartfelt match. It was it, seeing Zelina get get her moment was really. This is a young lady who has given us her all due to her size. She doesn't get the chances. She probably should get considering her ability. She finally gets this pay-per-view is in Puerto Rico. They give her a shot. She, you know, her family's from Puerto Rico. They're all there. She's from what was it, Queens? Is that what this well, is? Well, she from? lives in Queens. She lives in Queens. And you have resides. Resides. And you have Rhea Ripley, the consummate heel in these situations. Mm-hmm. She just eats it up. She beat her up pretty good for a little while. Zelina had a couple of her moves. Zelina is a spectacular athlete and performer. And she got to showcase that. It wasn't a long match. There were moments where you kind of thought, oh, maybe. Which is tells you how good Rhea is. Mm. Uh, going back to that first match, I want to say this. Bianca Belair performed beautifully in that match. Mm-hmm. Make selling for everything Rhea did. And that's... Yeah. For, for, I'm sorry. It's fine. Sold beautifully for EO in that match. If if that's the best match I've seen in WWE in a long time that doesn't involve a member of the Horsewomen, the reason for that is both performers, not one. And I should have said that when we were talking about that earlier. I apologize. <laughs> Back to this. Ripley gets the quick riptide on her, gets the win after a little bit of back and forth. It was as good as it could be considering how strong you tend to book Ripley yep. Puerto Rico got to give she got, Zelina got all of her flowers mm-hmm. they sang for her after the match was over it was spectacular it was I, I can't just say how wonderful it was to see somebody who's given us this much of her time and kind of been underutilized mm-hmm. to get her flowers at least once in her career and she mm-hmm. nobody takes that away from her agree agree now Speaking of people getting the crowd hot, Bad Bunny. That. What? Uh, 15 to 20 minutes, huh? Yeah. God, I don't know. I, this this is like. 
Man. <laughs> they had a really good little wrestling match. Because of, one, Damien's a pretty doggone good performer. Two, the street fight thing allowed for Bad Bunny to do things yeah. that would make it work. Then you have the moment where Bad Bunny goes through two tables and... Wild. Absolutely wild. wild. And then somewhere in there, Priest gets his leg hurt. Bad Bunny goes to it. And you think it's going to end like this. And then Priest kind of begs him not to not to put him away. Says, I'm sorry about everything I did to you. Bad Bunny. These two guys, if you obviously you probably know. Mm-hmm. WrestleMania, Priest was his right-hand man. They were best friends that whole time period on television. And here he says he's sorry. Bunny not being a veteran to these heelish tactics, puts yep. the chair down, gets kicked in the mouth for his kindness, and suddenly we think we're on track to have the mm-hmm. normal finish, but no, there's so much more and left. Then, and then uh, as, Mysterio. as the first Judgment Day comes down, then Mysterio and... I think it's just Mysterio. Mysterio comes down for a little bit and doesn't quite even the odds. Carlito, who we haven't heard about in a couple of, I don't know, a couple of years, it seems like, comes down, native of Puerto Rico, comes down, eats the apple, the whole work, spits the apple in. We we went from a really good match. We need a Carlito singles run. Right. I think we need to give him the belt. I think he needs to beat Roman. Fair enough. And then you have a tribute show as Judgment Day. New World Heavyweight Champion. Puts over Rey Mysterio. Carlito. Later, they put over Savio Vega as King's we, crown. Give me the strap. Give him the strap. Give him the whole thing. And then we have the Latino World Order come out, which is really Escobar, yeah, Escobar and his yeah. compadres, Legado del Fantasmo. And then we have Savio Vega put Finn down. Holy cow, what are we doing? And then we get back to the match. And Bad Bunny manages to win after a figure forward mm. tribute. Dude, the crowd was hot. They were singing Bad Bunny's song when he went to the ring. They were hot the whole time. You've got I, I don't know if I I don't know if there's a crowd that's ever been like that. That was hot. That was that was that was that was that was that was mankind winning the WWF that was Stone Cold coming in at that at his respective backlash. Yeah, that was. Yeah, they need to do more shows, and, dude. And well, areas. and you and the cool thing was they had, because uh, first of all, we talked about this. I don't think we get a a, a show in Puerto Rico without Bad yeah, Bunny. But, no, we don't. If he's not a part of them, Bad Bunny did Coachella. Then he comes in and he they said they said he did a main event show at the Met Gala. Mm-hmm. And then the next weekend, he's in Puerto Rico wrestling. And not just celebrity. This this was not no. a snooky spot. No, this was... she. We taught her two moves, let her go. Uh-huh. He, he, he falcon arrowed Priest, who's double his size. Yeah, they, re- they wrestled for 20 minutes. Yeah, and he did great. Dude, next WrestleMania... Bad Bunny versus Jake. Bad Bunny versus Logan Paul. Yeah, Logan Paul. Mm-hmm. Main eventing. Main eventing. Next night, WrestleMania. Night one. The only thing I would say about the whole pay per view that throws me off a little bit is how do we get Judgment Day back to being formidable? That was dead before this even happened. Probably, but I also think it's pro wrestling and you can rebuild things. Uh-huh. Look, Sami Zayn got pinned by a mousetrap 
last year. Yeah. He's the hottest thing in pro wrestling this year. Anything can happen in pro wrestling. You can rebuild it. This match ruled. The Jackass match was amazing. And the reason why it ruled is because there was a guy in there that helped da- that helped Bad Bunny look that good. His name is Damian Priest. Mm. Priest is a fantastic performer who has not looked back other than booking scenarios since the match he had with Finn at NXT, however long ago mm. that was. Those were incredible matches, and when they were over... People said, man, I, I don't know. This Priest guy may be more than we knew because we liked Punishment Martinez in ROH. Mm. If you look at this pay-per-view, Sammy, KO, Punishment, Seth, all Cody, all guys who had really big moments in Ring of Honor. I don't know if you can. This is weird, but I don't know if you could underrate what Ring of Honor has meant to pro wrestling. No. Currently, when you consider Daniel Bryan, I think I think is it fair to say I think Ring of Honor at this point is probably more important than TNA ever was. I'd say maybe well, well because TNA's stars maybe more important other than, than AJ were Ring of Honor guys. Honestly, maybe more important than ECW ever was. It, that's that's something that would be close to think about. I you know, when you talk about indie promotions, yeah. You know, I, think, I, mean, it, I think Ring of Honor might be one. It may be number one. But you have to think about it like this, too. Tony bought it. And now, unless Tony, he, I think he's trying to, but if he could turn this into a black and gold brand ECW, then maybe we could get... Because no matter what we want to say, all these guys we watched wrestle tonight were close to 30. Mm-hmm. And you can wrestle till you're 45, 50 if you want to. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that. It doesn't look like Seth slowing down. It doesn't look like Cody slowing down. It doesn't look like any of these performers we saw slowing down. But you need to develop new young talent. And mm-hmm. there is a there is an area where this type of talent, providing us with high-level talent and action, can happen Say a show and help. You could say a show showing us total nonstop action. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you liked it. I, I thought I thought honestly this was probably like a a perfect backlash. It was perfect. It, it was, was a perfect pretty, night pretty of pro wrestling. Perfect. There's like a whole inside joke where like the backlashes ended up being better than like the WrestleManias. Right. I don't know if I would say that about this, but I do say this. I don't know if it was better than night one. It was certainly better than night two. Both night one and night two had moments that didn't have to be there. Every moment of tonight was there for a reason. It worked and it was wonderful. Mm-hmm. This is what pro wrestling can be. Absolutely. And I appreciate that. Appreciate you coming on talking about it. Good night, my good brother. Good night, folks. Thank okay. you for checking us out. Good night. Check out our friends. It's again Project, Project.com. Check out our friends at The Daily Smart. If you are listening to this, like, subscribe. If you want to interact with us, go home heat at Go Home Heat One on the Twitter machine. Go Home Heat on Facebook. Feel free to text message. I enjoy interacting with folks. And thank you very much. And Ray, go home.